Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Big Things with Zach Miko. On today's episode, we sit down again with my favorite giant and yours, Paul Guyette. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Big Things with Zach Miko, everybody. As always, I'm your host, Zach Miko. That's what I am all the time. And welcome back, everybody. It's June. There's another song uh, from Carousel about being June. Just because it's June, June, June. Eventually, I'm going to run out of month uh, show tunes. So don't worry. They're not going to keep happening. Um, guys, thank you for being with us. Uh, very special episode today. Uh, we're talking to my favorite giant and yours, Paul Guyette, again. I have such a good time talking to Paul Guyette and talking about our, our fellow giant-isms. Uh, so we're doing it, we're calling it a month and a halfly segment. Because it was supposed to be monthly, but it's really more like six weeks. So every month and a half we're going to check back in with Paul. See what it's like being as big as we are commiserating, talking about life, spoiling some of your favorite movies. Uh, no spoilers in this episode. However, we're going to have a very... Sp- we, we talked for a long time, guys, Paul and I. So we're going to have a very special Thursday episode where you get to hear the rest of it and listen to us spoil all sorts of things. So uh, we'll put the warnings in the description, so don't worry. But guys, thank you so much for coming on back. Hope everyone's having a good spring. Without further ado, we're going to open up with this segment. We're calling it Giant Things with Zach Miko and Paul Guyette. So sit back, relax. I'm going to stop talking. You listen to Paul. You like him. I love him. Let's hear us commiserate. He would not talk about the weather with me, guys. I tried. He refused. It was very hot. We were both very sweaty. But he's a very serious writer, and he will not talk about the weather because he thinks it's bad and lazy. And it is. And he's an absolutely right person. But just know it was very hot and we were very sweaty. So without further ado, Giant Things with Zach Miko and Paul Guyette. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to I don't know. Let's let's name this. Paul Guyette's here for our newest rendition of I was thinking Giant it's us, Hour, Giant Things, Giant Things. Oh shit, that's like, way better. Yeah. So welcome to this episode of Giant Things. I don't know. I feel like I it's, like that. It's a you know yeah. it's a classification. It is. You it's know, a classi- anybody time anytime you have somebody who's over a certain height, I feel like maybe it becomes a giant giant thing. I think. What do you think that level is? Six. Five? I mean, I don't know. I, I, my sister one time, she called me out of the blue with a stat that she saw in a show that the percentage of, um, I don't know if it's people or if it's just men, over 6'6 six, six in the United States, that is immediately 
it's like six five, but then as soon as you hit six six, it's something crazy, like only point five percent of the population or something. Yeah, I'm it, completely it's, misquoting it's, it, but it's I, a so lot I feel like little. there was when I was a kid. And it, I mean, it still exists. I'm pretty sure there's a tall person's club. Oh that yeah, you can join. Brian to... Posehn talked about this in, yeah. in the Comedians of Comedy movie in San Francisco. There's a group called the the San Francisco Tip Tops, or something. That's and great. his mother met his father in the San Francisco Tip Tops, or Which whatever. Which explains it was called, his existence. Why he looks like an actual troll. Yeah, yeah, he's an actual human giant. Yeah, I met him though. I am taller than him. You are. Yeah. I'm, he did six, comedy at seven. Yeah, I'm just taller. Yeah, and I yeah. think I'm, I may have better posture. That's pr- I mean, that's probably definitely true. Posture is a general problem for tall people because yeah. we don't fit places. It's not laziness or anything. Yeah. It's that I we've we've all hit our head enough times <laughs> yeah. that we're just constantly ducking. We're gun shy. Yeah. So it's it's we're, it's not that you know we're not not trying to stand up straight. It's yeah. When we stand up straight, we get punished for standing up straight. It's the opposite of like nuns in schools yeah. in the '30s. Like when you stand up straight. You get punished by, you know, clocks on the head. I know. I think yeah. my favorite thing, my favorite, like, gun-shy thing is if you ever hit your head in front of a short person and they get real worried. They're like, oh, my God, are you okay? You're like, I'm annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> just very, yeah. I have nothing. I'm tired of life. Yeah. Like, cause nothing there is other that... than just being annoyed that I've hit my head for the 10,000th time. Yeah. I try not to be embarrassed because, you know, who are you to judge me? But... You yeah. know, I'll get on a subway and I'll clock my head on the top of the subway and I'm like, everybody on this fucking subway just saw me do that. I know. And then, and I, that with like the sort of scowl that I seem to normally have, it's like, oh God, this guy's going to freak out and kill all of us. I know. My favorite thing is to get like legitimately angry in front of yeah. uh, a not tall people because they, there's like, they oh get shit, a, yeah, they this get is an happening. actual worry. <laughs> I love that. So last time we talked, we got a comment from uh, Mother Feather and Courtney that we talked about murdering people too much. A lot, apparently. And the whole thing is this, that we're not talking about murdering people. We're just letting, I mean, it's a... It's It's a a possibility. I know. We just want to let you know. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It's not, this is happening and this could potentially happen. Exactly. Like, it's part of our appeal. Yes, exactly. You know, (laughs) I think that there's a chance. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, it's that vicarious thrill. Like, oh, I could die. Probably not going to die. It's like, oh, that tall Probably guy, I could die. die but I Probably totally could. Die. That one lady in Texas got her head kicked off. And I feel like... Or it was a man. No, a lady kicked a, a man's head off. A lady kicked a man's head off. Yeah. Which, you know, I think that story's. it says a lot about how strong women are. Yeah. Kicking men's heads off. Yeah. For those who don't know that story, um, <laughs> <laughs> years ago... There was oh, yeah. uh, a man who got decapitated at Six Flags in Texas. And everyone's like, oh, my God, he was decapitated on the roller coaster. And that's a lie. What happened was this man <laughs> rid the roller coaster. Yeah. His favorite hat fell off because he's an idiot. And yep. he wore a hat on a roller coaster, which yep. is not a thing you do. And they tell you not to. They, they tell, tell you like six times, take your shit off. There's a cubby yeah. on the other side. Like you go in and you put your stuff in the cubby. And everyone's yeah. like, well, what if they steal it? You're like in this... 90 this, second ride exactly yeah. so you put anyway he decided not to he decided to wear his hat his yeah. hat flew off mid coaster yep as it does as it, yeah 
And he's like, I'm going to go get it. So he climbed over a fence that said, don't climb over this fence. Yep. Then he climbed over another fence that said, yeah. do not climb over this fence. Seriously. And then I think there was might have been a third fence. Why not? Or someone, the person who I heard this story from, adjusted it for comedic purposes okay. and added a third fence. Sure. But either way. Yeah, it's the rule of threes. Like yeah. You need the third fence, and it's just a guy being like, seriously? I know. Yeah. So he climbs over the third hypothetical or real fence, yeah. and he's like, I'm going to go get my hat under the roller coaster. So yep. he goes, in, and it was the Superman, I believe. No, it wasn't the Superman. I don't remember. It was the Batman one. Mm-hmm. So your feet are, are dangling. The dangly feet. Yeah, exactly. So what happened was everyone thinks that the roller coaster came and took his head off from doing that. But what happened was feet were dangling. This guy grabbed his hat and he's like oh i got the hat like stood up and then the roller coaster came by and then a woman's leg from her dangly feet yeah soccer like penalty kicked his head off of his body yeah and like mortal Kombat. i mean her leg was shattered into a billion pieces obviously but like yeah so moral of the story here's the thing so first off your favorite hat i mean I don't know if it was like signed by his favorite whoever. In case he, sh- in that case, he shouldn't be wearing it because it gets sweating. So that's a yeah. like if it's your favorite, if it has some sort of like monetary or sentimental value, don't actually wear it. Mm-hmm. Put it in one of those weird hat cases that people own. Um, but if it's just oh gosh, it's just it fits so well. I yeah. like this hat. Yeah. So okay, so you lose your hat. Aside from the three fences, if you've made this choice, if you are committed to this decision, if you didn't stop halfway over the first one to go, ah, and you know, there's there's hats everywhere in the world. I'm a young man. I'll get another hat. Mm-hmm. But if you go over that first fence, that second fence, the hypothetical comedic third fence, mm-hmm. and you get that hat, you take a second to look at the fucking traffic. Right? Yeah. Because that ride, like you said, probably 90 seconds. It's real quick. You just wait. You look, it's not like you're not going to hear it. It is a roller coaster. People are literally screaming. Yeah. So I don't want to say he deserved it, but I want to say he did nothing to prevent it. He could have even like ducked, ducked, crawled. Yeah, yeah, like Like, an army crawl over to your hat and grab it, knowing that it's a really good possibility that you're going to get your head kicked off. Yeah. Or not even kicked off. You just know it's not a thing. I would even be ducking just to make sure people didn't see me. See, I I duck on on subways, full size yeah. doorways. The I like I can't think of something valuable enough. Like even my iPhone, I'd go to like the guy and be like, "Hey, I'm an idiot who brought my seven hundred dollar computer phone onto a ride that goes upside down." Can you go get it? Can yeah. you find a child to get it whose head won't get kicked off? Or or a, a, a just just a, a small person yeah. who wants a couple bucks. Exactly. And yeah. is has the the maybe, allotted requirements. Yeah. Like maybe, maybe there's that. a sign like you must be this short to enter the the head kicking zone. I know. There was another guy. Uh, <laughs> somehow this became <laughs> A show about unfortunate, oh, yeah, but unfortunate so accidents. preventable, <laughs> so oh, preventable. Absolutely, in, yeah. in my this hometown, wasn't a tragedy. Tragedies, you know. Yeah, never in, mind. In my hometown, years ago, there was this long thing of a kid who got killed on the train tracks, and I used to live near the train tracks. And um, he was going to. He worked at a driving range, okay. Um, which uh, for golf, not for cars. I mean, I don't even know what a 
car driving. It wouldn't be called a range. Even but anyway, it was for golf. People are hitting track. golf balls. So he would go, and part of his job, which he wasn't allowed to do, but he did, mm-hmm. was he'd go and get the other balls on the train tracks, which 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 even the company was like, no, 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 they're gone. Yeah. Don't worry about Th- it. Those it's are eight fun. cents. Exactly. They're eight cents. We have more golf balls. So yeah. he went with his headphones on, listening to music, I mean, and and gathering golf balls, and then unfortunately, I mean, I don't wish the kid death. No, unfortunately, he was smarter. struck by smarter. a train, sure, and he was killed. And then the parents, tell me, they sued, sued for they a sued. lot of money. Of course, for they did. like way too much money for for, and it's kind of like, oh, did, did they win? This is gonna bum me out. I think it was settled. I, I think it was more. I don't know the exactly what happened, but I just remember. The news story was that more that the lawsuit was happening, and everyone was like, "Ugh!" But this was in like the heyday of like the late '90s, early 2000s, when people so, found out they could sue people. Okay, so this was around the time the woman spilled hot coffee on her lap and was like, "You didn't tell me this was hot. I'm suing you, McDonald's." Yes. Okay. However, I did just see an Adam ruins everything uh, episode about that very lawsuit, and the woman had like third degree burns and like further and like a disfigured. Um, like groin for the rest of her life because of it but and I, even then she just wanted them to pay the medical bills but then th- from then it went on apparently she was awarded that money oh no without asking for it okay she was like she wanted her medical bills and the jury was like this is so egregious mcdonald's is so fucked up in this situation I guess I don't know the actual I don't believe she got the coffee poured it in her lap no I don't know exactly if she like was holding it and got jostled or yeah. what? I don't remember like, how the actual event happened. I remember the news story thing was she was driving with it between her legs, and that wasn't the case. That was not the case. That was not the case. According okay. to, I mean, I'm having Adam from Adam Ruins Everything tell me the truth here. Sure. I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also my vague recollection of this. Yeah. The only thing I remember is that that was the first sort yeah, of but that was award what, for something you should not do. What got me another McDonald's suit that was frivolous Okay, um, was right around the same time. And as a, a large person, I think you can appreciate this as well. <laughs> this was the group of people who sued McDonald's because McDonald's didn't tell them eating McDonald's every single day of their life would cause them to gain weight and be large people also. Yeah. And that was the lawsuit that got me infuriated because I was kind of like, listen, guys. You're ruining it for all the normal tall people. You I know? get it. Or like, I mean, or just people who are heavy too. Like, I've always been heavy. And yeah. I never, there was never a part of me that thought, this is this, good food. This, this big Mac. This big Mac. <laughs> French fries. And obviously I have to get a... Th- for me, as I grew up, yeah. I had to get a meal and a dollar menu item. Oh, of course. Because, yeah. like, that wouldn't be enough. No. It's so had, just not enough. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. and that's what made them start uh, requiring putting um, the calories and nutrition facts up. Yeah. Which is kind of like, a, okay, I get... there's. I get that they should be putting up nutrition facts. We should know what we're eating because sure. I don't think the cheeseburger is good for me. No. But if I found out it had, say, 40 pounds of sodium, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I didn't think it was that that's bad. really bad. Yeah, I there's know. a difference between, oh, I know this isn't good for me, and but I know these, this is really, really bad. But these were people that were suing because they're like, we didn't think we'd get so big eating just McDonald's. To which I feel like that has naturally big people going, 
hey guys you're the people that make us look bad yeah you're the ones that, that exactly it's like yeah. i had a kale salad today you had 15 double cheeseburgers not that i haven't had 15 double cheeseburgers yeah. but i wasn't just like i bet you this isn't so bad for me yeah I don't know. There's there's certain limits. Anything of, that is served to you with the greasy thumbprint of another human being on the bun and yeah. you still eat it yeah. is not good for you. Or another rule that I've kind of found is if it tastes that good, it's really probably not that good for you. I know. And and I remember, you know, every once in a while it's like, oh man, I gotta stop snacking. And it's like, okay, let's just try and find a healthy snack that tastes good. Find me a healthy snack that tastes good. End of list. Um, so Someone said rice cakes. We didn't actually no, punch no. them. Rice cakes but. are styrofoam. Yeah. So I've been trying a new way of eating because um, it's very popular right now. The okay. whole ketogenic thing. Have oh you boy. heard of this idea? I have not. Uh, so the, the the basic principle of ketogenics from what, again, not a health expert, not advocating anything. This is from internet shit it does so sound like know. an alien like so those, that's all from yeah, starting yeah. it go it's actually it start it I, it it makes me think of a ketoacidosis because in i, I do some pharma for um traceba uh -huh. and it's like an insulin thing and one of the things okay. i say is yeah. this does not stop ketoacidosis so keto Okay, I don't know what ketoacidosis is. Me neither. Bad. It's bad, apparently. But apparently the idea, and I'll, we'll find out that this is going to kill me sure. later. Because every, of course. every yeah. fat every diet, diet I've ever tried, yeah. they're like, you're going to die. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this one, I've enjoyed it so far. Okay. It's, it was one of those things where it was close enough to the way I enjoy eating. Okay. Where I was like, I'll give this a shot. So the whole idea behind keto seems to be that our bodies are running off of carbohydrates and sugar essentially mm -hmm. and naturally we are not born or or the species has not evolved to eat that we've been eating a high fat high protein diet mm -hmm. for a hundred thousand generations true that's someone on keto going to the hospital right now yeah <laughs> no. probably um yeah. but the whole idea is that like as we evolved we've been we've been hunter gatherers so we were eating a high fat high fat high protein diet Forever. This is sim similar to the idea of paleo, I guess. Yes. And that we've only been agriculture, like like we've only been growing our own food since for the last hundred generations. Still a lot of time, but in the grand scheme of evolution, not, not a lot of time. Versus the hundred thousand generations that Homo sapiens have been around beforehand. Yeah. Um. So what happens is when we started doing agriculture, we switched from having a high fat, high protein diet to a high carbohydrate diet we're eating a lot of grains a lot of rice a lot of stuff that human beings and these are the keto people flying yeah. in the helicopter There's telling me to stop spilling the secrets yeah exactly uh, <laughs> but anyway that like the whole idea is that our bodies weren't meant to do that okay we were meant to use like the dairy thing from snatch yeah, yeah. similar idea so that's where I get all my nutritious nutritional info from from Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's what it's, you should get. I'm from. also very unhealthy. I so, know. I'm, yeah. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm not knocking. You know, patting myself on the back or anything, but I like to think that I lead a fairly healthy lifestyle, mm -hmm. especially since I've started modeling because I. Um, 
it's not so much that I feel better or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be like, I'm like one of the few big guy models out there, brawn models, and I don't want to be at a restaurant and then be like, there he goes, 15 double cheeseburgers <laughs> at McDonald's. So I'm just, yeah. so I try to eat healthy normally just yeah, to like. At least in public. Yeah. At least in public. No, <laughs> and at home because like that's the way Laura likes to eat, so mm-hmm. I end up eating that way, and it's fine. Sure. But um, the whole idea is that instead of running your body off carbohydrates which is which is a quick sugar rush essentially yeah you're supposed to be running off of ketones i don't know what ketones are ketones are the the thing when you when you hit a button on your phone and it goes boop yep and you can turn off ketones so have you tried turning off ketones i haven't i haven't well no you're supposed to use ketones but apparently the whole idea long story short it's you're trying to get your buddy to body to run off of ketones which are the chemical that burns fat for fuel okay. versus burning... Because you're supposed to burn fat for fuel yeah. just naturally. That's why the body gains weight is because... And that's why bears eat a lot before they hibernate and whatnot. It's literally what your body is supposed to use. Mm-hmm. And carbohydrates are, are great, but you're not supposed to be... It's not supposed to be a staple yeah. of your diet. So this whole idea is they instead of eating you know, all these carbs and whatnot, you're supposed to be eating like 80% uh, or something crazy. I think it's like 90% fat and like uh, 5% carbs and stuff like that. So they basically just want you to eat a lot of meat, okay. a lot of, if you are vegetarian, a lot of, there's really no options for vegans. Avocado? Avocado and coconut oil are like the only vegan options, but you're, I'm supposed to eat a lot more fat than you you'd ever want to eat. They want you eating basically a ton of avocados, okay, a ton of eggs, okay, uh, just just whole spoons full of coconut oil <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But you don't, I don't do that. And like a lot of nut butters and like stuff but now, like that. But but then this... a lot of red meat and a lot of pork and a lot of if you're having seafood. A lot of like, steak like, on it. like skin on salmon, like, like make sure you're having like the fish oil. In sure. It. So, so now what does this book now? What does this do for like cholesterol? And oh, I'm sure it's terrible. Yeah, because it, it's the whole. But the, 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 that's the thing is, I think there's a weird. I don't know if they compete with each other. And there's I was watching this. Uh, is this different from Atkins? This sounds like Atkins. it's similar. It's okay. similar. And yeah. here's here's the reason I decided to give it a try. Uh for one, I eat I ate close to that anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I I eat a lot of meat. Um, the vegetables I do eat are normally on the leafy greeny side, which sure. is what they want you to have Excellent. for your ve- like. They still want you to eat vegetables, but they want you to be having like, you know, kales and and mixed green salads and cauliflower and Brussels sprouts and like stuff spinach. like that. I'm and I'm like, guy. yeah, and I like all that stuff. Yeah. So for me, it was close enough to the idea. Oh, also, it's it's coupled with. Um, the intermittent fasting. Okay. So the whole idea behind intermittent fasting, I guess, I'm the worst. I'm again, listeners. I'm not a health expert, and I'll also, I don't know if this is working or if I'm. I'm not even trying to get it to work. It's just I ate so close to this anyway. I figured yeah. I'd give it a try. Might as well. Yeah. Um, I never ate breakfast anyway. So intermittent fasting. The whole idea is that for 16 hours a day, you don't consume calories. Okay. But that includes your sleep. Yeah. So that's so you sleep. So if you and go to you bed wait. like 10 or 11, yeah. wake up eight hours later, you just need to not eat for eight hours. Exactly, which is not a big deal. So for yeah. me, the whole thing is like, I'll have my first meal at like 
noon or something like that. Sure. And I'll eat or or one noon or one, and then I'll eat for eight hours. I'll eat from like noon to eight p.m. Just straight. You'll just eat for straight, eight hours straight. Just meat and fat and avocado. Just meat and fat and blah blah. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but um, well, you're practically glowing, Zach. Thank you, thank you. Um, Your but ketones I, are through the roof. <laughs> And the thing is, you have to get yourself into a state of ketosis, which is um, which takes anywhere from um, 48 hours to a week. The whole idea is that your body can only store so much carbohydrates. Okay. So if you go very low, eating less than 20 grams of carbs a day Mm -hmm. for a certain amount of time, then your body will switch over and start um, using its own fat. And it's not just that it's not like really a weight loss thing. Yeah. I mean, people do lose weight on it, but it's supposed to like... The main things, it's it's supposed to be very good for your brain. You're supposed to be able to function at a higher capacity okay. on a high-fat diet. Uh, I was getting very forgetful, like short-term memory. I'd, I'm, wow. I would walk into rooms and go, why am I here? And like, all the time. Like little things, not huge things. But that is actually... So I have a friend who's a, a hypnotist out uh-huh. in California, and he told me that that is a form of hypnosis. That you, you you stand up and you go, oh, I've got to get my keys. And you walk into a room. And I think it's sometimes it's referred to as doorway hypnosis. You walk through a door and you're like, what's going on? Yeah. And it has nothing to do with memory loss. It's just you are now... You Whatever just, it, it is, just slipped away. It was happening a lot. And, and it wouldn't just be doorways. It would also be like, I'd think to myself, oh... I want to look this thing up on the internet. The price of a new patio table, for example. Sure. Because, uh, you know, and I'm like, let me go check what that is. And then I'll turn on my phone. And the second, like, the screen turns on, I'll go to Google. And then I'll go, what the fuck was I looking for? Wow. And then I go into, like, a weird panicky thing where I'm like, <laughs> why is this in my hand? I had something. And then I start thinking, this is must this have Fight been. Club? What's happening? I was like, yeah. this was very important. And I forgot this really important thing. I had to, That it's never important. Yeah. And, and, and so... Because of that, I was like, oh, I need to do something for my brain. And then someone told me about this keto thing. And I, I was fish like, fish oil is good for. Yeah, memory. fish oil. And exactly. I take yeah. fish oil pills. I, it's a lot of olive oil and coconut oil stuff. Which, you know, I don't drink it and eat it, but you put it on stuff. <laughs> Ugh, yeah. I know. Um, it's, uh, but I ate so close to this anyway, mm-hmm. just naturally. The big thing that I, the only big change is sweets i used to eat a lot i love anything sweet for example we were just talking today because we're recording (laughs) this on friday is national donut day happy national donut day everybody i didn't want a donut yeah but the poor person in me couldn't say no to turn down a free donut donut. absolutely yeah well god i guess i'll have strawberry frosted i mean if you're if you're forced literally forcing it yeah because in the corner of my building we've a couple years now we've had a dunkin donuts and i was wondering Um, when i went before i came here was so busy and i was like why is it so busy down here and there's a lot of children and i was like what is happening and they were all buying bottles of water and i was like what is this but it's with the purchase of a beverage so they bought like the bottle of water was the cheapest thing was like a dollar fifty and then they all got a free donut the cheapest thing at Dunkin' Donuts is a fucking donut. I know. Guys, that's the thing that blows my mind. It's like you spent one fifty on on the water and then like they give away their I mean they probably make donuts for five cents a pop. And I just remembered. Hold on. What was this yeah, yeah. score? Speaking of free food. Yesterday the Warriors won game one and the NBA finals are happening. But does this mean 
Were they at home? Right, clean? I don't know why I'm asking you. I'm going to pretend you know about this. I know nothing about sports. I know. Ask me anything. I know. <laughs> Although I did, did they see, play at home I did or? see that guy, uh, Smith, think that they were not tied. And that is apparently a big problem. J.R. J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith. Yeah, there was something where like he didn't take the shot because he thought they were winning. And it was tied at 107 and 107. Oh, yeah. And what's his name was LeBron was quite mad. Yes. He was kind of like, he did the, what? A, huh? And that's all I know Why about sports. Why would you do this? And the only reason I know about that is because I was on io9 looking up, you know, n- you know, rumors about the new Batman movie that isn't going to happen for 18 years. And there was a little window that was like, sports. And I could not tell you why I clicked it. Because I'm a consumer. I have no idea. But yeah, so I watched this video and then maybe, a, I don't know, less than a minute into it, I'm like, what are you doing? This is going to benefit nothing. But it did. It it gave us a sound bite. I think, yeah, JR's miscue, blah, blah, blah. Um, anyway, I'm going to say that if they were, if the, this is back to free food. If they uh, were at home, if Cleveland was at home and the Warriors won, that means they stole a game, okay. which means Taco Bell's giving out free tacos today. Is that a... Th- well, I'm sorry. So If you steal a game on the road during the finals, okay. so if they win a game at the other at, at away, uh-huh. Taco Bell will give you a free taco. Wow. Just I am in- very... Um, in tune with all free food promotions. Sure, going yeah, on. and yeah, and and wow. and the difference between Taco Bell's promotion and Free Donut Day at Dunkin' Donuts is no purchase necessary. You can walk into a Taco Bell right now, and go, Taco, please, Doritos Loco, and they go, Okay, Jesus, have a good day. So that's where I'm stopping on the way. But home. they don't advertise. Which is that, not. I'm assuming keto. you need to know this. Yeah. No, they advertise it. Wow. Well, here, here's the thing. They advertise it before it happens. They're like, the NBA Finals are starting, just so everybody knows. If they steal a game, you could steal a taco. But then once they win, they don't say shit that it happened. Of course not. Because Same thing happens during the World tacos. Series. During the World Series, if, um, if anyone steals a base during okay. the World Series, you can steal a taco. I mean... And it's not stealing if they give it to you, so don't worry about legal repercussions. Yeah. But... They give out free tacos. I haven't. I'm trying to actually think. The last time I had Taco Bell, I don't think I've had Taco Bell in maybe 15 years. Oh, it's been wow weeks for me, possibly 15 days. <laughs> did I did I tell you the one of the last times I had McDonald's? No. I don't so this think is so. years and years and years ago because um you know like most people um I had a McDonald's around the corner. I grew up on 69th and first. It was McDonald's yeah, yeah. on 69th and second. Um, and every once in a while you go to McDonald's and it becomes like something you eat when you're a kid. Oh and, yeah. You know, you, it becomes, they got great yeah. at turning it into an, like at turning family. it into a nostalgic experience and a staple. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, later in life, every once in a while it's like, I'm, I'm going to make McDonald's, you know? And there was one time, um, I hadn't had it in a while because it's poison. It's just not good. No, it's not good for and you. And it's not good food. <laughs> Back to um, our other story. You're yeah. not supposed to eat it. You can't exactly. sue about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I was sitting on a train, and this one I lived on 105th and 5th. And mm-hmm. so I was going from like Midtown up to home, and I'm sitting on the train, and I smell McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the most tantalizing things about McDonald's is the smell of McDonald's. It because smells Because it great. means that there's McDonald's somewhere. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, what, what dick is eating McDonald's on a closed subway train? I kind of, you know, I'm looking around, and it's not that crowded, and I don't see anybody eating McDonald's. Like, that's really weird. 
And then at the end of my, this is one of the blue rows where it's just like it's an unbroken seat. Mm-hmm. I noticed there's a dude passed out. I believe he is homeless from his accoutrement. And, uh, and then I'm wondering, like, does he smell like McDonald's? Because there's no, like, there's no McDonald's under the seats. <laughs> and I did this, not proud, but I needed to know. So I scooched over, leaned in just a little, and I sniffed the sleeping homeless man. And Zachy smelled like McDonald's. Oh, and I don't know if he had some in his pocket or what. Or was just fed it or, or something. That's like, the thing. So just fed it. <laughs> like this, this is not the end of the story. Okay. I got off the train and went to McDonald's. Oh, because I smelled it on a sleeping homeless man. But it's so and and the it thing fills is, a hole that all the kale yes. and all the ketones can never fill. It's this this wad, and that will always be a part of me as yeah. well. There is yeah. something, and, and and every wellness expert in the world will disagree with me. But I think junk food is so important for your soul at one point not a lot of it but exactly you have this moment where you're like something will click in you and you're like i need mcdonald's right now i need taco bell right now i need to go buy a box of little debbie zebra cakes right now there's just something about it where you're just like i mean there's the term eating your feelings oh yeah but it's like even if i've had like a great day, I might think like, yeah, let's get some shit. And it's like, no, that's bad for you. If I've had a shitty day, it's like, oh, let's get some shit. That will make me feel better. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I feel like that hole is like, um, you know, uh, Gorillaz just announced a new album coming out at the end of June. Nine Inch Nails has a new the album. The Gorillaz? Yeah. They have How many album. years has it been from their last? Like 15? No. They put out an album like 2016 or so. Get out. Yeah. They've, and it was, a, it was a good album. I didn't like it, but it was a good album. Man, but uh, so, for me it was like, it was, yeah, it's was it a, was it Clint Eastwood was the big song? That was the first. That yeah. was like ninety nine, yep. two thousand. Yeah, yep. I wow. thought they went away after that. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're still doing their thing. But so that's the thing. I'm sitting there thinking like, these albums that'll make my life complete. That'll fill oh, this yeah. hole because I'm not really a consumer in the sense of like need to buy clothes, need to buy this new tech thing. Yeah, but like. It'll be like music or, for instance, like, you know, Infinity War is coming out on Blu-ray in August. And it's like, exactly. when I get that, then my life will be good. We haven't talked since Infinity War. We haven't. And so um, if we get to that, that is major spoilers. And then mark that when you're editing. So I will. Because people will definitely be angry about it. Yeah, I'll have to put that in the descriptor because I think yeah. it needs to be talked about. Yeah, right in the description, I'll be like, <laughs> Marvel up. spoilers from this yeah. point to this point. Yeah. Have a good time. But yeah, so I don't know. There's this sense of like, you know, sometimes uh, people have the thought that uh, humankind was not meant to be happy. Mm-hmm. So as soon as things are going well, you think, oh shit, what's, 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 what's going to go wrong? Oh yeah. You know, like Christina and I, we love each other. We're very happy. She tells me every day she says goodbye to me or I say goodbye to her. She's worried I'm going to get killed. I'm worried she's going to get killed because no, we're happy. Yeah. Everything is going great. Of course, something's going to die. Be terrible. Yeah. Oh no, that's what happens with with everybody. Yeah. yeah. Anytime things are going well, that's not yeah. great. Like for a hint, I just for the had, race, I was, you know? I was at a very top moments two months ago. I was mm-hmm. like, everything's going great. I'm working my butt off. I'm yeah. working with this other new client. Sure. That's going well. And then I'm not going to name names because maybe they will hire me. All of a sudden, two of my top clients ghosted just like like i was like i was a shitty tinder date wow stopped responding 
all together. Yeah. And it was a little heart, not heartbreak. I mean, yeah, heartbreaking because I was like, did I do something wrong? Sure. Is it? Yeah, because your first thought is, what did I? What do? did I do? What did I do? Yeah, exactly. And then and I'm this could have been something like, come, no, it could have been. And, and here, it's probably financial. It's probably something they just or, or hired. Like you said you lost that job because you looked like someone's cousin. I looked once? like someone's ex-husband once. Yeah. I looked like a producer's ex-husband, so I lost a job. Who knows? No. Maybe they were like, oh, never mind. We don't like guys whose first names start with a Z. Like, or, or, there's so or, much arbitrary stuff sim- in this industry. And it could be as simple as they don't want to... If they don't give you the title of spokesperson, brand ambassador, if, if they don't make it known you're the guy, yeah, they don't want to use you too much because they want to look like they have a range of models, not just the same dude doing sure. stuff. yeah. Um, and it's probably as simple as that. Yeah. And it's probably like, okay, I'm not working with them this month or anything. And in September, they're going to call up and be like, yeah, hey. Yeah, well, they pushed it six months. Exactly. They I didn't I've push had... it because I have seen them shooting, which I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I'm a little annoyed it with stings. that. Yeah. It stings. And they also just made a big deal about hiring a guy that mm. they're like, check out our new exclusive model. Blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't exclusive. So I, if they wanted exclusivity oh you think that's what it is that maybe i mean were you at one were you offered to sign something and you said you'd rather no i we started talking with them loose talks about exclusiveness um and not not when i say loose talks like literally just like have you ever thought about like really and yeah i thought and both sides were like yeah we thought about it maybe and then the next thing I know, they signed this other guy. Now, it could just be because I have a very good agent mm-hmm. that they could have done a quick number crunch and be like, yo, we can sign this other guy for way less money. Sure. Um, That's the thing. You never, there's so much, there's so many things that yeah. are above our pay grade. There's so many meetings that happen. So yeah. many things that are happening. And I've never been so shielded from sure. my own future, mm-hmm. which is awesome. It's a little scary. Terrifying. But it's also kind of cool. Yeah. You because feel all the VIP, time. but it's oh, like, no. do I and, have any. And that's the thing. I'm treated yeah. very VIP. And sure. I, part of me loves it. Absolutely. And then other parts of me are like, Hey, did you call that guy? We gotta do it. And they're like, no, yeah. don't worry, everything's happening. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah. but I kind of want to know if you call Absolutely. that guy. Should I call that guy? You want me to call him? Oh, you like, can never. I oh, know. yeah, that's the thing. There's so many strange. I give rules. away power. That's why I'm like specifically not using names. Like, but oh, even yeah. then, someone could listen and put it together and be like, oh, Zach's nervous that we're not using him. And it's like, and it's not that they're not using me. Yeah, I'm out in their ads right yeah. now. You see my face. It appears. It's just like. This is literally just one shoot that they haven't used me on. And now I'm like, I think it's because I described, described this to my wife. My career mm-hmm. is like a house of cards. Okay. Like like the actual house, not like the TV show. Okay. But, I was yeah, going to say, so like Kevin Spacey is in your house. Okay. I'm no, he's you. out. Okay. He's out. He, he was. He's now. just like the real house of cards. Yeah. He's out. He's out of that too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, it's like, it, like some people, what happens is they're career is like a castle and they build it brick by brick mm-hmm. over the years until it's this awesome amazing thing mm-hmm. my career is like a house of cards very hastily put together you think, <laughs> very, you think your career is that fragile i do but again it's also my own insecurities sure so i hastily put together and i built it and it's really impressive like and it to, could just to fall people, over for no reason to people who like would just all of a sudden walk in my house like when did, when did you build this so I was yeah. like I know isn't this cool I just <laughs> whipped it up over the last couple of years it's pretty great please don't close the door too hard it could and fall over and that's the thing is like all I need is that one card to fall off and then everything just goes done and like I have no recourse 
other than trying to build it back together. But I got real lucky that first time. <laughs> like two of the cards got stuck together. And yeah. Like, but I don't um, know. I mean, it's, it's and I don't think and, and that's the thing is it's probably not that fragile sure it's just my own insecurities that feel yeah. like it's this fragile but that's why anytime any little thing happens yeah like i'm on hold for a job and then that job cancels sure. doesn't mean the job canceled it means they canceled me okay which makes me nervous and it could be something simple yeah it could be like let's not the throw weather changed or weather change lost a producer or a dp Ooh, or let's the not guy. throw another white guy up there which <laughs> i get and yeah. I get that so much. Sure. That's why like, I'm very nervous about, like, we've been signing more models uh, to the yeah. Braun division, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And I've been very, like, and luckily we haven't, <laughs> we have not hired another, another uh, Zach, another white, blondish, brownish hair guy. And uh-huh. if they do, oh, I'm going to be so nervous. Because we do have another white guy, but he has, it's Billy. He's awesome, but he has black hair. So I was like, good, that's fine. He's a different type. Whereas I was like, if you hire a guy that looks similar to me, I'm going to be like, oh, shit. There goes everything. It's, I, I feel like any good, any good actor model has to be 50% shattering insecurity oh yeah and 50 percent just swinging dick over confidence oh yeah because we exist in that tiny little foam mm-hmm. between the two um because you can't walk around crippled by insecurity the whole time because eventually someone's going to be like okay you just threw yeah. up and vomited at the same totally shit and vomited at the same time please leave yeah but you can't walk around dick first the whole time because it's like exactly. you're an asshole you're never going to work here and that's the thing it's kind of like this this Exactly as you said. I'm nervous all the time. I think everything's going to fall apart. Yeah. All the time. Sure. All, all my hard work's going to go away. But at the same time, there are little jobs that'll come up where there is that little bit of ego that comes into me where I'm like, no, I'm better than that. I deserve more money sure. than that. Yeah, yeah. I've worked hard. And it is. It's that confidence of just knowing like, no, I can do a better job than that guy yeah. can. This is Because I know I'm what worth. I'm doing. This is how much. That's why we are yeah. charging this much. I know the other guy will do it for 50 bucks in a t-shirt. Sure. But I can't do that because yeah. I got to pay out 20% and then I'm only getting 40 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to have a guy who and looks like, like he just did this for 50 bucks in a t-shirt. Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, it's just, I know that there's, there's like um, people recording audiobooks for something ridiculous, like $5 an hour with Fiverr. I ch- and it's well, like, you people can are recording do that. on Fiverr. I believe so. I believe it's something that like, you know, the one audiobook I ever attempted was a royalties only deal. Which Interesting. is which? Wow. Is, so that was on. Um, oh shit! What's it called? It's it's less than audible. Um, um, it's a website that I was referred to. ACS AXS ACX. Yes, I know a couple. The Audible Something Exchange. So it's ACX, and the whole idea is, it's essentially the books that Audible wouldn't pick up. Yeah, and it's it's ninety percent authors self-producing. Yeah, and by self-producing means you. Zach and Paul you do are everything. You send us some MP3s and we might put it up on Amazon. No, exactly. Yeah, and that was the my very thing. first audiobook I ever did was that one. Yeah. My friend had written it. I said, I want to read this. And he said, Yeah, I guess it makes sense to have an audiobook. And uh, Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. Come here, Ice Cream Man. Oh, this the he summer just rotates. <laughs> he just goes around the fucking block. It's great. <laughs> um, I have yet oh, to go man. out there and push his truck over. Um, but yeah, so and it was it was like there was no money. So Phil yeah. was like, "Whatever I get, I'll give you 
I think he gave me something stupid like 70% because Oh, he that's had, a lot. Cuz he's he's one of my best friends. He had written the book. For, for me the it was The book was done. Yeah. So like I think overall um months and months and months and months later he gave me $343. Yeah, that buddy. That we made from our, our I don't know, 17 copies of no, exactly. whatever that yeah, but it's like yeah, so I could have done a really shitty job and they may have taken it, you know, yeah. but I didn't. Like, I used a professional setup. Totally. Um, that, yeah. that was me with the, I got yeah, you a couple of, cha- yeah. I talk, we talked about this last time, I got yeah. a couple of chapters into it, you know, <laughs> we're talking, you know. I've got some notes for you, Zach. It's yeah. like, congratulations, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, I'm glad you have yeah. notes. I'm not redoing it. <laughs> I'm glad it was the same, notes. it was a royalty only deal, but it was 50-50, mm-hmm. royalty only, so that was fine. But then it was kind of like a guy, he... I, I hope this goes well, and I think I'll do a good job, and I'm happy to do it, yeah. to put it on my resume. But if you started getting demanding, just be like, yo, I'm a guy you yeah. found on the internet. Find somebody else. Recording yeah. it at his house, offering to do all of the work for the promise of money, maybe one day. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. It's nightmarish. It's weird where we start. And I'm like, okay, but also, you don't have a physical book you you yes you I'm doing an audiobook right now for your ebook which is you took your manuscript and hit submit on yeah. Amazon and now it's it's free on Amazon yeah and it's it's it was frustrating but that's a big thing I will say to any artists out there is it's really I think 50% insecurity 50% dick swinging confidence oh, is yeah. exactly how it is yeah. is know your worth entirely you know that you are worth this money you will do this good a job this is what you deserve, but at the same time, you're terribly afraid that yep. no one will hire you. Oh, yeah. Even even when I book, like, really big jobs, yeah. I, I might have that little bit of high, that little bit like, yep, that's me. And then immediately after that, a little voice will be like, and and if you hadn't have answered your email, they would have gotten the other guy that they liked. Yeah. You know, or it's like, oh, yeah. and if you can't show up that day, look at the other guy that they liked. And it's like, okay, you're right. I have mind. another client that I... Uh, they asked me to work and I said no because I was going on a trip that I had planned with friends and I, they always say in the modeling industries, if you ever are worried that you're not going to work again, schedule a vacation, you'll work 15 times during that. Of course. Yeah. So what happened was I had this trip and it was my buddy's bachelor trip. So I was like, I can't not go. I'm yeah. also the driver. No one else owns you a car. I have to okay. go. Yes. I'm going no matter what. This is happening. Sure. And of course, I get a bunch of offers yeah. for that time. For that tiny slice of time. There's 52 weeks slice. in a year. Yeah, but no, 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 no. We need you for this in, week. In five days, I was offered Ooh. three different jobs around the country and was yeah. like, okay. Um, but one of them I haven't heard from since because one of them tried to reschedule me and then canceled. But that's fine because that mm. means at least they tried to reschedule me. Yeah. Um. But then, yeah, this other one that was a pretty big client of mine, again, just just never contacted me again. And also in the grand scheme of things, I'm talking about from like February to now. It's yeah. not been a long time. Sure. But when you work entirely freelance, yeah. that feels like a long time because sure. you're like, oh, I might never get paid again. And then you start looking at your bank account and you're like, I have money in this. Yeah. But this money How might need to last this, for yeah. three years. If I don't work again for six months, then I'm in trouble. Oh, no. Yeah. When I, when, I, uh, when I left my job five years ago, that was kind of the thing. It's like mm-hmm. if I don't book anything for this much time... I'll be fine. Yeah. But then 
But then there's a panic setting. What's going to happen? And that's, yeah. yeah, it's the exact same with me. It's like, okay, I have money, and I know I'm owed money from other jobs. I'll be fine for yeah. the next. If, if, if everyone stopped calling tomorrow, yeah. Laura and I can make it five or six months. But also, I know me. I'm too panicky. If I went two months with no work, yeah. I'd start to be like, okay, I got to do some shit. Yeah. But and there's, there's certain – there was a time um, – And I've never gone a whole month without work, but it's felt yeah. like that. Like, I, like – I was yep. just, I was just like, I didn't work at all in May, and then I thought, thought back, I'm like, no, I worked three jobs. They weren't huge jobs, but I still worked them. Like yeah. I still worked. I know but. that I am doing well because a couple weeks ago, I had, I had nothing. I had no bookings. I had no auditions, mm-hmm. and my thought wasn't, oh fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm not, a, I'm not an actor anymore. It was, I can stay at home and. Just kind of take it easy this week. It was like a little vacation. I know. That is how I know. I, I think I'm going to be okay. When you have a, a week with nothing and you don't freak out, you go, ah. uh, what, what? Yeah. I haven't read a book in eight years. It's really funny what you you start to deem as success when you're in the creative field for it's, a long time. Yeah, this is not an industry you can talk to, to people outside of this industry mm-hmm. because there's a lot of stuff they can't relate to you because and then you're going to sound like an asshole because this is not you know most people are up at 6 a.m yeah to fuck oh, yeah. themselves onto a train at seven yeah to get to work at eight o'clock yeah today i slept till 11 because my curtains were drawn and i didn't know <laughs> it was light outside yeah like, i had an audition at 10 50 and i woke up at 8 30 and went i'm up early I know. And I here's know. everyone listening to this going, fuck you. Exactly. Or they're doing it quietly under their breath because they're listening at work. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, exactly. Meanwhile, it's a Friday in and the I afternoon. And I feel terrible like, about doing it, but it's kind of like I've... But we did it. But we, we got did here. It. We and paid our thing. dues. And that's the so, thing. So, like, we can lavish in this a little that. bit. I used to work, yeah. you know, I was the grounds crew landscaper for a uh, medical manufacturing plant. And my job was I had to be there every day at 5.30 in the morning. You didn't with, even work in the plant. I didn't you work. No, no, no. We were outside. outside the plant. We had to be there at 5.30 in the morning. Jesus. And the way it worked was I was surprised I got to work daily. I fell asleep <laughs> driving more times than I can count. <laughs> is this in and Connecticut? This is in Connecticut. Okay. And it was on I-95, which is not wow. an easy road to no, drive on. But I would get into the third lane because I knew road. not a lot of people would cut me off in the third lane. <laughs> And I, I like regularly <laughs> would do that thing where I'm driving and I'm real tired and then I'd blink and it would just feel like I blinked and then I'd be <laughs> like, three exits I'm, down. I'm like three towns <laughs> over and I'd be like, that's not good. This is time travel. Yeah. And then I had to be there every day to get to take out all of, to empty every garbage can on the plants before the actual workers got there. Sure. Well, the, when I say the actual workers, I meant the office workers because the plant is running 24 hours. There's ah. people working through and the, the office night. People are and then there's the people with ties that yeah. <laughs> come in and just do their thing. And, and <sighs> yeah, but I, yeah. So I did that. I was there from, from five thirty in the morning until three thirty every day. But everyone's like, Oh, you got off at three thirty. I'm like, that's still a nine hour day starting at yeah. five thirty in and, the and morning. And it's not like you're sitting in an office. Like that's that's manual labor. My I mean, favorite like, job, because I had a lot of responsibilities. You know, I did the garbage, we mm-hmm. mowed the lawns, we trimmed everything. Yeah. If anything if, if a tree exploded, I picked it up. <laughs> or you know, whatever. First I would want to talk to maybe a scientist about why a tree had <laughs> exactly. just exploded. Like But my favorite 
job because no one else would do it uh-huh. and i could just put on my headphones and no one would talk to me or leave me alone collecting golf balls from the train tracks <laughs> <laughs> i just uh. put the music on and let everything go oh oh man that was a good callback but no thank god what i my uh what happened was they built a, a parking garage okay the parking garage had seven floors okay floor five through seven (laughs) have been taken over by pigeons and when i say taken over i mean like like, warriors like like alfred hitchcock's the birds taken over by pigeons (laughs) and they'd been trying to get rid of the pigeons we'd been trapping them and releasing them we'd some people just tried to kill them and then other you know Groups got mad that we were just killing pigeons. Of course, pigeons. yeah. Um, I didn't kill. That was pre-Zach, the pigeon killing for all of my listeners. But anyway, but like I was, we did try to like trap and release them. It didn't work. They all kept. There was thousands upon thousands of pigeons. Jesus. Were like, this is our home now. So no one used the top three floors of this giant parking garage. So my job was just to keep it manageable, and I had to put on a full body, you know, like biohazard suit, and put on a respirator. And because then, of the, the pigeon shit? And then sweep the pigeon shit. But what happens is I got to use the street sweeper to sweep the pigeon shit. So, yes, it's gross and there's pigeon shit everywhere. But it's just me driving the street just driving sweeper Driving like a Zamboni-sized thing. Exactly. <laughs> I loved okay. that. I That's loved doing cool. it and dodging pigeons because they'd fly at your head. Sure. And no one else would do it. And I would just be like, guys, because everyone else was like, all the other grounds guys they're like digging ditches and like cutting up bushes and i was like i'll drive through the shit i don't care yeah because no one else wanted to do it that's a fun i'm not gonna say but i'm fun, allowed but yeah that's oh yeah why i'm allowed You're to allowed. sleep in now yeah because i swept pigeon shit for like five years yeah yeah for for 10 years i worked at a really really badly run shitty hospital mm-hmm. and um i worked 3 p.m to 11 p.m monday through friday so no social life oh yeah because um, you're you're in social hours yeah and when i when i lived uh i was living with christina at the time and uh, i'd get home at eleven thirty. she worked a normal job so i'd see her for a half hour and be like okay good night yeah and then we'd we'd, we'd have time on the weekends and i'd uh, end up going to bed at three in the morning because yeah. that was my nine o'clock at night and i'd of wake course. up at one in the if i didn't have an audition or a booking i'd wake up at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah breakfast at 1 30 and then yeah go to work. that was that was bartending life for me as i got yeah. home it depends which bar but but the one of the sports bars i worked at i would get home at around 5 36 in the morning every Jesus. day because yeah. we closed at four mm-hmm. and then i have to like clean the bar and put it away and you know sometimes it's hard to get people out sure so you have to so really reclose at like 4 30 and then i had to wipe everything down and then i'd grab a taxi every night because sure. i'm not taking no, the train at 5 36 in the morning because no. you're gonna see and, the people getting up for work and then i would oh that was the worst i would go to bed this is I'm living in a different part of astoria mm-hmm. i'd go to sleep with birds chirping and hear children going to school because yep. by the time i got home it was like 6 37 in the morning sure. sun's rising sun's yeah. out i'm yeah. i'm going to bed and then i slept until like three o'clock yeah and then like and oh it was a night shift is the most soul sucking if you thing. get used to it because usually it would be 3 to 11 for me occasionally it would be an 11 p.m to 7 a.m shift it's rough man so here's the thing at the time i my commute was a 30 second walk mm-hmm. i lived across from the hospital that i worked at oh so that's convenient that was great um 
so I would, um, so that was really easy. And on the occasional 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift, um, I'd bring my little DVD player mm-hmm. and I'd bring uh, some James Bond movies. And I'd, I'd get there and everything was already dead at 11 o'clock at night. And from 11 to 6 in the morning, if I, I'd stay awake by watching movies. And then I'd put it away and look professional for an hour while the people started to show up. But it, it ruins your day. But it did give you this kind of like quiet time. And that's kind of what I did at, at this hospital because it was a reactionary job. I was in yeah. communications kind of answering phones. So if no one called, and from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., people don't usually call. Yeah. I would have this sort of, I could, I could uh, you know, read, I could write, I could do whatever I wanted. I could have this sort of subtle, just a moment to myself. And and it was it was good in that sense, but it was it was a waste of time. Oh it was, yeah, it was literally just it was allowing me to do the exactly, and stuff. that's the reason yeah. I bartended for so long is yeah. it allowed me to do the other stuff. Yeah. And at the time that I was sweeping pigeon shit, I did that because I was in theater. Mm-hmm. And here's the this is the opposite of the way the world works. TV and film, you need to have your daytimes free sure. in order to audition, in order to do stuff. Um, non equity theater yeah you need to have your nights free because you needed that's when rehearsals and shows were was that night so i did that and then i switched from theater to film and then i had to (laughs) switch around because everyone's like oh but zach broadway shows are at seven i'm like yeah i'm not in a broadway show (laughs) i'm not i'm not thank you thank you for your belief and confidence in me thank you for believing that but uh i'm glad i never i I did i mean i got my degree in theater but Mm -hmm. um i never really did theater after that because I don't know if I've mentioned that we're the worst actors. That we're the we're the worst. You and me? Uh, no actors. Um, just in oh, general. The- <laughs> but no, we are part of that. We're also oh, the yeah. worst because yeah, yeah. you know, and it is part of it because we're the product. We have to be on. We have to be yes. talking about ourselves. We have to be selling ourselves. And yep. there's just something about it where there's it's nothing like, I hate more than networking. Oh, networking is the worst because thing ever. I, so I'm greasy. like, need, it's very greasy and you need to do it because I can't have a normal conversation yeah. with people. I somehow have to slip in what it is I do for a living. Yeah. And, you know, just in case you're looking for someone like me. Yeah. Like, it's the worst. Um, I, yeah, I hate it's, it's, self-promotion, but in especially in the social media age, uh, it's literally my job is to promote yeah. myself. Yeah. And Here's another picture of me. Ugh people who will see this and then book me on this i know and i hate doing it it's the worst thing ever that's why i I, i'm happy when occasionally i'll get like a really fun vo where it's like guys this was a lot of fun and where i won't sound like me or something like that is mm, that's my favorite kind of stuff like the animation the video game the stuff that's like absolutely bizarre i want to do that that really stands out (laughs) yeah hey man i mean i know one day one day it's 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 in the pipeline along with a million things that's another thing about being a creative type mm-hmm. is uh especially someone who who is blessed enough to this is all we do yeah is there's always like 15 things in the pipeline sure. of here just like hopefully this starts working like i got a bunch of things in the pipeline my mother tried to suggest another thing to me <laughs> and I was just like, well yeah that's a great idea i will do that right now i'm working it's on, on this list, and she's yeah. like well this i think is better that's fine it's now uh, this is where you have to be like 
are you in the industry, mom? If you are producing this, we'll yeah. skip the other stuff. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm just like, nope. Yeah. This Keep one, doing what you're, this you other do you. industry, I'll do me. this other thing already has a couple people attached to it. We're going to keep going with it. We're going to okay. keep developing it. She's like, well, when will this be done? I'm like, either when in a done. year or two yeah. or <laughs> never. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the times, most of the times, never. Oh, yeah. Most There's of the of times ideas. you go to the, the, the powers that be and you're like, I want to do this thing. And they just go, nah, nah. That's cool. Thanks. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. I guess I'll just. Because it does get to a level where there's a lot of things. We're very blessed that you can do a lot of self-production. Yeah. You can do a but lot of. But at some of, point, you need someone out there to be like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. are certain levels of project where you're like, I cannot do this self-produced. I think I have maybe given up on that. So over the past, I don't know, five years or so, I've been collecting uh, instruments and weird sound devices uh, and I, I finally I followed. Yeah. put something out and I was thinking like okay and I talked to Ann Courtney about this and yeah. she was like well, what do you want to do do you want to perform live do you want to do this do you want to do this and I was like I don't want to perform live I don't want to do this and then just the struggle that she had to go through oh, to yeah. get to where they are oh yeah like I cannot imagine that. Like, it seems to be that this area of this particular industry has so many well-designed things to stop you from creating and putting your shit out. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to put it out. I don't care if people don't hear it or see it. And every once in a while, you know, I made a fucking Facebook page because jerk off noise. I made a fucking Tumblr because, hey, why not? Yeah. I think um, every once in a while, um, Facebook gives you like a little ping and I click on it and it goes, hey, you haven't posted in a month. Your fans want to hear from you. I get and that I, too. And yeah. I'm like, you guys don't want to hear. <laughs> I, no, I find myself yelling at my computer. You don't fucking know. You know, because I don't have yeah. any fans because the, it's not like, hey, guys, I'm covering Taylor Swift with a ukulele, something that's somehow popular. Very. I'm making a very odd incompatible somewhat inaccessible thing it, it's like ambient it's soundscapes yeah. it's noise and yeah. no one's gonna be like I'm gonna jog to this I Anne was like hey send me what you got um, and I, I sent her an EP that I had and she's like can I work out to this and I remember thinking no I, it depends on what your workout is I'm like you if could you're doing be, Tai Chi yeah. No, I, well, this, <laughs> this like particular thing I sent her, I said, she said, I think she said, is, is it music to work out to? And I said, it's music to feel uncomfortable to? It's <laughs> it's music to bury a body to? And that's what it is. It's weird, creepy. It would work in a horror movie. It's yeah. not something you put on to jog. It's not like, I got to get my blood pumping. Unless you're running from something. Unless you're running from something, then yes. Yeah. So, Yeah. But yeah, so, and then I was thinking, I was sitting there, I'm like, maybe I could contact a PR firm. Maybe I could, you know, buy ads on Facebook or Tumblr or, you I, know. I've, I've, ugh. Yeah. So PR said, is no. very expensive. Absolutely. Because I want to, I almost went to, to hire some PR people when I launched this podcast. Yeah. And then slowly what I've realized about this show is this is a show for me and like, my closest fans that sure. like to follow what yeah. what's going on and while people because at first I was like begging people to listen. Yeah, you did. You did the the naked thing. Yeah, we yeah. did some naked stuff. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. I was I was begging people to listen, and then at first I was, you know, not 
I just wasn't getting the response I wanted. I thought mm-hmm. it would take off. I'm watching some of the podcasts. I know they have millions of listeners. And sure. I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then slowly after a while, I was like, you know what? I just want to make this show yeah. something I want to listen to, something that I enjoy talking to the people that yeah. I'm talking to, I, stuff that I learned some stuff from. Yeah. And... Because if you're not getting paid for it, it should be fun. Exactly. Like, that's what it comes and, down and, to and, in And that's life. the thing. And I was like, yeah. and I started, you know, spending a lot of money on it. And then I was kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to keep this what it is. Something really close for me and my fans. Yeah. A really personal thing. Yeah. And that Something way, that is fun to do as opposed to a job. Exactly. Because I, like I love making doing these weird this. noises. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. Whatever. So, and if someone wants to pay me to keep doing this exact thing, that sounds great. Cool. And if someone wants to pay me to change it, I'll tell them no, but I'll do something else. Yeah. Like I'll do a different project. But it's, it's interesting because it was the same. I was looking into hiring PR. Sure. When I launched it, and I did a press release, and no one cared. And because like, how do you make it stand out? You because, know, because like, what do I say? I said I'm 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 releasing a podcast, and yeah. everyone's like, 15 million people just released a podcast. You're like, yeah, yeah. Kevin but, Smith has 15 million podcasts, but I bought a new mics for it. Yeah. And, like, and you know what I the say? funny thing is, this does sound better than I'll say a lot. 14 million of those podcasts, exactly. But they have more followers. Why? Exactly. No one can answer that. No, podcasts go. I, I I think that's the reason podcasts are such an enigma is because no one really. I know why I like the ones that I like that are popular. Sure, serial is popular because it's it's creepy. Did he do it? Did he not do it? It's okay. kind of like you know. It's one of the, um, it's a true crime one. Yes, that okay. was the one. And um, true crime is huge right now. True crime is huge. I listen to Pod Save America a lot, and those guys are awesome because they're funny, but also they're all ex Obama staffers. So they're so not see, just funny; that's they're very, they right know there. what's happening. Yeah, so and they're you like get people who are into the political scene listening. That exactly that makes sense. Yeah, and um, but other than that, it's like I don't know why certain things have taken off. Sure, um, I had a podcast when when I turned thirty. My friends and family they chipped in. They got me my my home mic set up, mm-hmm. and I was looking at this thing, and it's like this is a studio quality mic. And I'm not doing that many at home auditions. And exactly. Like, you know what? I'm going to make a fucking podcast. And I made it. I, I was on it. it. It sounds great. You were on it. Exactly. I and I think maybe we had eight people listen to the whole thing. My wife hasn't listened to my episodes of the podcast. Oh. What does that say? It took my wife a she couple episodes. This, though. I said something to her after a little while. I was just like, have you heard it? And she's like, uh, I'm, I'm like, can you please listen to it's, it? It's, it's a hard question to ask because it's hard you to want ask. her to say yes and I love it. But exactly. if she says no, it's like, what am I doing wrong? But now she listens to, I'll give a solid 50%, which is just fine. That's I'm like, great. That's fine. As long as you're checking in yeah. to know that like, I'm, this is a still a project. It's yeah. an ongoing thing we're still doing. And that's the thing. I put time and effort into my thing, and I, I had 10 of them. I wanted to have 10 ready to go, and I released them. I edited a trailer together. I made original music for it. I have segments. I sang little ditties. I have a theme. You have a theme. You yeah. know, I put this thing out, and it was like, okay. And, like, the first couple episodes, um, um, it, it was friends of mine. Um, one of my best friends, Will. He was uh, he was just a, just a dude in high school, and now he's in the space industry. He was a guest. I thought that would get a big draw. Yeah. I ended up getting Chris Brenna, who used to be a Nine Inch Nails and then mm-hmm. formed Tweaker. And that did get a pretty good response. But, like, 
you're not going to keep listening to a podcast just because one yep. of their guests. <clears throat> and that's the big know? that's the big issue I've been coming into is because yeah. I'll look at my analytics and I'll see which guests were big spikes. Sure. Which one did people like listening to? Yeah. But overall, I'm not gaining any. It's like everyone listened to that episode because yeah. they're fans of that person. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know. To, to really like a podcast, I think you have to like the actual host because like they'll hear me every week. Yeah. You're going to listen to this one thing with um one of my past guests that's great and she's awesome sure and it was a great interview but then you never listen to anything else because they're not searching for zach i know they're searching for your guest and they they love her yeah and it's the same thing like i have a great voice but who the fuck actually wants to listen to a guy with a great voice you know like it's not i mean i do but yeah yeah. but you're here and that that makes sense you're here you were on my podcast. I'm on your podcast. That's great. You're now a regular segment on my podcast. Sure. A semi-regular segment, I should say. I think after the third, then it becomes a regular. Yeah, right yeah. now you are uh, recurring. <laughs> yeah. I'm a recurring. Exactly, yeah. You're a recurring guest star, but then you'll become. That's just because you're easy to talk to, and I yeah. like talking about being big with another person. Yeah, who and, and I'll never not talk. That's the thing. So one of the main things I wanted to talk about that just reminded me yes. was um, why you walked into the room. Why I walked into the room. Okay. Uh, no, you were going to look for patio furniture. I was. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Should we take a break for patio? <laughs> for two seconds? I was like, God, did I order that? And then I was like, <laughs> I know this is why my brain doesn't work. Um, speaking of giants, yes, I recently watched the newest HBO documentary of Andre the Giant. I Who saw is, that was out. I have not seen the, it yet. Oh, you're yeah. going to love it my so much. My dad met him, actually. Years my mom years met ago. him years ago. She saw him fight. Um, it was so- someone Calhoun. <laughs> I should know this. Oh, boy. Uh, I want to say Crusher Calhoun because it sounds like a some, great wrestling it's, name. It's something like that. But she 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 saw uh, Andre the Giant wrestle someone Calhoun. Like WWF style? Yes, like but I think it was regional. I think it was just nor- like so, and that's the thing. They break down in the Andre the Giant thing the okay. way wrestling used to be only regional. It was on TV, oh, okay. but it was only on like the regional network. There that was helps. okay. So WWF E was yeah. WWF yeah. was the Northeast New York New England region. Okay, and then like the. Um, like say the Chesapeake area had their own one. The state of Georgia had their own one. The the Arcadias had Why their do own one. I feel one. like wrestlers from Chesapeake Bay. I know might not be the toughest wrestlers. I think they called them something else. But okay. Uh, but anyway, like, but uh, like the Mid Atlantic something. Sure. Okay. But um, yeah. what happened was they had all these different regions, and um, the WWF exploded when um, McMahon's. So it was owned by Vince McMahon's dad. Yes. And then when Vince McMahon kind of took the reins, he started buying up all these other regional. His whole thing was that cable was going to be a thing. He was right. And he was very right. There you go. That's the way, that's the reason they're the only ones left standing, really. Okay. Is because um, it was on TV, but it was bad quality. A lot of the times, you know, it's in a high school gym and they were wrestling, and then some actually had painted fans in the back, and they did wow. this, whereas WWF was like, there was camera guys ringside, so the you got all the different angles. The only thing I know about wrestling, it. I remember as a kid there were video games, and Christina and I yep. did just watch the first season of Glow. Glow so is awesome. That's I can't the wait extent for the second of my season. wrestling knowledge. Oh, I was, I was very big into wrestling when I was very young, and okay. then I stopped 
and now I'm getting back into it just okay. from the love of being a big guy. Yeah. So Andre the Giant was yeah from France, um, and he came over to start doing re- he's so his first time wrestling, he was a rugby player. And Jesus some God, guy it must have been a nightmare on the field. I know. Holy just, shit. So he played rugby. Um, this is when he was young, so he was only like six, seven. Oh, only six, seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Only. So he was still. Yeah. And what happens is like a wrestler dropped out of a France thing, and they asked him. To, he was like sixteen, and they asked him to do it. Jesus and he Christ. did it, and it kind of just went on from there. So what happened is he would do every single region. Like in America, okay. he came through. Well, first he came over and wrestled in Montreal, okay, because he was French. <laughs> and yeah, they, and they you were have to. French, it's required, so it made yeah. things easier. <laughs> and his whole thing is he'd go to all the regions, and then when WWF came, you mm. know, uh, the McMahons came to him, and they're like, "We want you just doing this," and which, which was great because they built this myth around him. Sure. But he was so. I think we don't appreciate how big he actually was. He was like, so they build him as 7'4". Okay. He was actually 7'1", I found out. But they also, I found out Bill, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan is, is 6'8". He's like 6'2", maybe. Really? Yeah. I remember seeing his he might be on tall. Glow. And I, well, I looked it up and it said Hulk Hogan 6'8". He's not. He's actually 6'2". So he, I feel well, good I don't, to know that we're I don't, taller than I don't Hulk know Hogan. if he's 6'2", but I feel like we are taller than him. I feel like we are too. Because they, they talked about how they... All the stats for the for the point of wrestling sure. are bumped. Okay. So, like for example, they said <laughs> Andre the Giant was seven four. He was seven one, which was really impressive. Still pretty still impressive. Very, that's, but they said he was seven four. That's six inches taller than me, and that's pretty big. But he was almost five hundred pounds. He weighed like four eighty something. Jesus, he God. was just everything about him was so large, and they get into it, which kind of got choked up because they talk about what an uncomfortable life he led yeah because he didn't fit anywhere, anywhere yeah which is just the way i feel a lot of the sure. times not to the same extent as him no but he's like i can't imagine think about it yeah. he couldn't sit in a normal chair sure ever. you and i can sit in normal chairs uncomfortably oh i can't i had to so i broke this last chair we got really? this one from uh christina did the research because she is a research wizard mm-hmm. and she found this chair and she's like it's a $300 chair. And I'm like, if it will support my weight without going eh, every time I exactly. sit on it, like I'm murdering babies. I know. I will pay for the privilege to not hear, literally hear someone scream eh, every time I sit down. Yeah, we just bought a uh, uh, recliner recently. Okay. And I had to like talk to the person at Bass Pro Shop <laughs> because that's where I buy recliners. It's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a camouflage recliner because... <laughs> I'm tacky and Laura's <laughs> and Laura's from the south, so she liked. Okay. So for her it's nostalgic for me. I'm just I just like that. This stuff. is awesome. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um but I remember on the thing it said um like a weight limit. The weight limit was three hundred, which I thought was very low for a recliner. Yeah, for because those are pretty low to the fucking ground. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I was I remember like talking. I'm like, okay, this says the weight limit's three hundred. Is it actually, uh, is or it, is it is it like that, or yeah. is it two fifty, or is it like yeah. really four hundred? And you're doing yeah. that because I'm out, you know, I tiptoe that mark. So let's, yeah, yeah. I don't want to like get up quickly and the thing fall out from under me. Yeah, because it doesn't uh, matter how comfortable you are in your own body when you break a piece of furniture, even if someone's like, oh, that chair is eight hundred years old, kills you, you. Feel like a piece oh, of shit. It's yeah. the worst. Yeah. And people don't understand how much 
big people, I think, actually weigh. People are terrible at guessing it. I saw this thing yeah. on BuzzFeed where there's this woman. She weighed 270 pounds, mm-hmm. and she was going around like a public park getting people to guess her weight. Okay. And so then you have a, a combination of people who are uncomfortable saying what they think your weight is. Sure. And just not knowing. Okay. Like, so this woman, she's 270, and you know what she said in the beginning, and she was getting... Some people are saying, like, you're like 140 pounds. Some people, I think the highest she got was like 180. And she's like, I'm 100 pounds more than you think I am. Just so you know what people actually weigh. Like, because to them, even mm. the, the people that said 180, they were like, well, that's a heavy weight. I, I'm, I'm yeah. being honest. She she looks heavier, heavy so I'm going to say 180. So I guess my question is, did did she look like, did she ha- was she just a big woman? Or was, did she have like? She, I mean, she was, was she pear shaped. She like, was she was she was more pear shaped, I would say. But okay. she she was a bigger girl, but not nothing I would consider obese or anything yeah. like that. So but people don't th- yeah. get how much weight some people actually are. Sure, like um, that's you know, interesting. I've I, been I don't right know how around. Much people would think I might weigh. I don't know. I've been right around less than three hundred, mm-hmm. but I mean, I was over three hundred for a little bit. Yeah, but. Less than 300 now, but still in like the 290s up yeah, to the 300 I'm, I'm mark. Swimming around there, yeah. And um, people just didn't think. They're like, well, Zach's a big guy. He weighs like 240 pounds. And I was just like, no. Wow. No, I weigh way more than that. And they don't realize that. And like, I'll see stats where people will be like, this is a big guy. He weighs, you know, he's a, he, like football players all the time. They're like, and he's a big guy. He weighs 235 pounds. Yeah. And I'm just like, like wow. I'm almost a hundred pounds more than, <laughs> exactly. than you, and your nickname is the Human Garbage Disposal. I Holy know. shit! Yeah, it's crazy how hmm. much, especially tall people. Like this girl was also taller, so people didn't realize. Because also it. the weight gets distributed. I mean, yeah. every once in a while, um, I'll ask Christina to lift up one of my legs. Um, you know, as you would, and um, she'll do it and be like, "Oh, fucking god!" Like it's like lifting a, ca- it's like caper tossing. I know. Um, and it's always interesting to be like, I wonder how much my leg weighs. Yeah. But yeah, no, it all because everything about us, yeah, it's, is, it's ponderous. Is just is just you know, bigger there, there because we take up more space. Mythical. Yeah. And that's what I like about. I've I've it took me a long time to accept my giant status sure. because I spent my whole life trying to be not a giant and like oh I always whether it was it. I never did I was wow. very so I found out I had like a weird breakthrough in an acting class where I realized that I had spent my whole life trying to make sure people were not afraid of me and that was oh. like how my personality came out wow okay. which was like some real heavy shit when I realized that when because, was the, when was this breakthrough uh I was twenty. One or two. Wow. Was, so was, you went through 20 years of trying to like disarm. Trying to be meek and trying to be like the whole idea wow. of the gentle giant. Sure. I really yeah. wanted to do that. Where I'm like, guys, I'm actually real funny and nice. You and spoke like that. Michael Jackson. I did. <laughs> and my whole thing was like, man, <laughs> I could have been terrorizing people. Oh, yeah. And I had no. Oh, yeah. I was never. So that's the thing. I'm trying to think. I've always been. Okay. So aside from the fact that I'm six foot eight. Yeah. Um. I've always been a weird kid. Like, uh, six years old, I loved cartoons. I was doing voices. I liked video games. Yeah. I, w- I was not normal. So that's why I never, I didn't do the normal giant thing, which is sports. And I remember, like, never fit in with my cousins ever. That was always fun. That was, you know, yeah. I was the weird kid. And now, the, one of the, one of the very, um, um, wonderful things now is, um, 
I'm I'm making weirdness part of the career. Yeah. And it's like it's like if I were just weird working at Burger King, it would be like, oh, that weird guy's on the window right now. But it's like I was a talking fish. I would be doing that anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I don't. That, that that's always interesting. Maria to... Bamford has a big thing about always Bamford. being. She's my my one of my favorite comedians. Ever. I have one of her shirts that says Maria Bamford approves of my journey. Oh, and it's I love it's her. The so best much. thing ever. Yeah. And yeah. she has a whole thing about how you know she's made a career about of, of being very weird. Absolutely. And um, she talks about going home and seeing the popular girl from school. Yeah. And she's like judging her. She's like, so we all saw your Netflix. Your little it was weird. funny. You're weird. Thing. You're very yeah. weird. You're very, she's like, I saw her in a Target, and she's like, you're very weird. Uh, I don't think, if, if you think it's funny, it's not, because you're very weird. Will that be cash or credit? Yeah, and exactly. You're like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, going to uh-huh. be credit. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a dick. Because it's like, yeah, you're making fun of me, and it's just like, no, yeah. you're working at your hometown Target. Fuck yeah. you. Like, you have a very sad, normal, boring life. Yeah. And like, if that's your thing, go for it, dude. That's what but I'm hoping to tell, like... If Laura and I ever have children, like my future kids, I'm just like, listen, 11 to 18 is going to be stupid. Yeah. It's going to be so stupid and it's part of it. And just know how much cooler you're going to be than everybody. You're going to get so much ass in college. Your 20s and your 30s, (laughs) people are going to think you're the coolest guy because you've developed a personality. Yeah. When I was 16, I, I, I stopped caring. Lucky. Because yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I remember looking around at all these people, and it's like, what? Wait, why do I care? Why what are we you doing? Think this? of yeah. me. And I was looking. I cringe back thinking at stuff I used to do and say because oh boy, like to try and be cool. I to try and fit in. fit in. Yeah. The thing is, like, I like the things I like, and it's like none of those things are hurting people. But yeah, I mean, so I grew up in New York. I mm-hmm. moved to Florida with my family when I was. This is this is the most awkward ever. Okay. Um, so I went to an all boys school till halfway through seventh grade. Um, at this point, I was more than just tall. I was noticeably the tallest person in the room, pretty much everywhere. Um, I uh, we just moved to Florida, so I was the one new student because I showed up halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was the one new person. I was taller than most teachers. Um, it was As a co-ed school, so Uh-oh. suddenly there were girls, which yeah. I didn't understand what that was. Um, and then, to top everything off, I just had an ingrown toenail removed, and I had a boot on one foot. Oh. So I came limping into this new school in Florida, and it, and it was... And puberty. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention puberty. Oh, so yeah, that, that was happens. the best thing ever. God, and there man. were a couple people that like I, I, I kept with me from my time in Florida... But it was such culture shock to go from a place... When I was nine years old, in fourth grade, going to my school, lived on 69th and 1st, I would take the M66 by myself to the M1234 by myself, nine years old. Yeah. There was a sense of independence in New York City. Absolutely. Immediately robbed in Florida. Oh, yeah. You need somebody to drive you someplace. And then by the time everybody was getting their licenses, I had cataclysmic eye failure because... I was I was six foot six at the time, maybe. Um, well, yeah, I should join the football team. Otherwise, I'm a fag. And being a yeah. fag in the '90s in Florida, you don't want that to that's, happen. That's all the bad so you things. join the football team. Yeah. 
I was on the football team for uh, two weeks as a, uh, which is the one that just gets hit all the time? Defensive Center? lineman? Well, offensive lineman gets offensive hit all lineman. the time. So that was, was the yeah. quarterback behind you or in front of you? I could not tell you, Zach. <laughs> I knew that little about football. Basic If he's behind just... you, offensive, he's in front of you, defense. Defense? defense Maybe defense. I think offense because defense does the hitting. <laughs> okay. Okay, no. So I think I was defense offensive. Defense is coming at you, trying to get you. Offensive mm. is you're just trying to make sure the quarterback's People, not getting hit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think I was that guy. Okay. And I remember that the drills included running face first into dummies. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. I remember one day I was I was home from practice after two weeks, and I saw a, a floater. You know what that is? Like in your eye In line? my eye. Yeah. yeah like yeah, a, yeah. You know, one of those weird little things. And I've had those before. Yeah, yeah. And this one was a little more persistent. If I like rub my eye all of a sudden, be like. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's still there. Yeah, and so I remember I went to my parents. I'm like, yeah, I I got a thing. Should we look into this? And then they're like, yeah, okay. We went to the eye doctor, and he said, okay, um, the the vitreous gel, which is the stuff that makes your eye squishy, um, the the stuff in your eye, it's shaken up from football. You have to quit football. And I was like, done and done. Oh, shoot. I have to quit football. Uh, so I went to the coach. And I'm like, oh, gosh, coach, you I know. I just knocked my vitreous uh, out. My vitreous. I'll just go. And so I'm like, that's awesome. I don't have to do football anymore. Yeah. And a couple days after that, I uh, woke up blind in my left eye. No sight. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. So I walk to my, I go out to my parents. I'm like, hi. Um, uh, I can't see out of my left eye. And then they're like, okay. And we went back to that same doctor who we don't go to anymore. And he was like, oh, yeah, I guess I misdiagnosed it. Your, your left retina is detached from, if you're looking at a clock face, it's detached from three to nine. And what happened is it has, the retina has folded over like wallpaper coming off. And that's why you can't see anything because you're not getting images and light Jesus projected onto Christ. it. So he's like, you got to go four hours to uh, Miami uh, to Baskin Palmer Eye Institute and have emergency surgery. God. So we did that. And uh, that doctor, um, he uh, they took the vitreous gel out of the, the eye. They kind of put the retina back up. Mm-hmm. They like stabled it in place and they filled the eye with like an oil. And I had to live face down, like looking at the floor, they said for uh, for four weeks. So the pressure from the oil can like, you know, keep that wallpaper pressed onto the wall. While he was in there, he took a look at the right eye, and he's like, you also have a detached retina in your right eye, but that's detached from nine to three, and it doesn't ha- it's not going like, to snap f- up. Yeah. So I could still see out of the right eye. Long story short, really long story short, I missed my eighth grade year, ninth grade year. I missed one year of junior high or high school. Um, had seven eye surgeries. Jesus. Um, they tried putting oil in the one. They tried putting a, 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 a bubble in the right eye. I had to actually kind of live upside down a little bit, like for, for I think, two weeks. But long story short, uh, at the end of everything, the right eye has no vision in it. The left eye has uh, massive scar tissue on the retina and the macula. So it's like looking out, even with like glasses, it's like looking through a clean window with scratches on it. Like you can't buff them out. Hmm. So that's where football got me because of the whole height thing. So that was the furthest I ever went to fit in. Once all that was over, I was like, you know what? I think we're good. I'm just not going to play sports. And that's when I was kind of like, I'm done giving a shit about this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do my thing 
And if you have any sort of judgment, I'm so glad that you have formed an opinion. I'm really happy that you have opinions. But just like that audiobook guy giving you notes, yeah. put the notes in t- inside a small tube and then place the tube inside of your ass because I don't care. Oh, yeah. What you're saying or thinking about me has no effect on me. Yay, so much fun as always. Uh, Wherever we cut off, don't worry if we're mid-conversation because you can tune into the rest of our conversation this Thursday for Extra Big Giant Things Thursday or whatever we're calling it. Uh, Thank you so much to Paul Gaillette as always, guys. Please check us out on Instagram and Facebook as at Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O, on Facebook at facebook.com slash bigthingspod at our website, bigthingspod.com. Uh, you can email me at Zach at BigThingsPod.com. Email Josh at Josh at BigThingsPod.com. You guys know the deal. You're savvy listeners. We will see you Thursday. And until then, remember to go out in the world and do big things. 